Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. If you're looking for help with trying to lose weight, this might be the solution that you're looking for. With a range of products that include shakes, boosters, capsules and more, get started today. All you have to do is add Kirsty on Facebook and send her a Facebook message using the link in the description and get started with the program today. Hey everyone, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk and sign up as a creator or as a Patreon. There's two different versions available there or two different options available there. And then simply go to pledge $1 per month and get your ad-free podcast. It's also a really good way to support what we're doing here at Entertainment Talk. It also means you wouldn't have to listen to this or any sponsors that we have now or in the future either. And as always, thank you for listening. Welcome to Classic Reviews, it is Entertainment Talks podcast reviewing classic television shows, video games and films. This is the season 1 finale uh, and it's for Ape Escape 2 on the PlayStation 2. Um, I realise in my update podcast I did a couple of weeks ago I said that I didn't have access to certain games. Basically what has changed is the games that I had in mind which were Croc and Gex and some other PlayStation 1 classics. I still don't have, uh, well I have access to them because I found out about the uh, PlayStation 2 backwards compatibility. Um, but uh, there were certain other games like Ape Escape and Jack and Dexter and Canis Canemedit that I had recently played and I thought I could put them in this series as well. Because uh, I only played them within like the last year or so, so I remember them quite well. Uh, but yes, Ape Escape 2, there's two different release dates that are, that are listed here. It says Japan was July 2001 and in Europe was March 2003. Uh, it also says North America was June 2003. So I guess 2001 and 2003. Uh, but this is the ported to PlayStation 4 version, which was the the version that I played, uh, which was released in 2016. Uh, comes with trophy support as well. Uh, essentially, the idea is that you take something like Rise of the Planet of the Apes or the Planet of the Apes films, um, and you make little 3D versions of them, and uh, they all have guns and bombs, and they look cartoony, I suppose. Um, like the little cartoon monkeys that have weapons and stuff that you have to capture because they like are out in the wild and they're dangerous basically. Um, and you play as this guy called uh, Hikaru um, and essentially the main premise for the game is that you get given a lot of different uh, gadgets. Um, if I can remember a few of them uh, you have things like uh, this little lightsaber kind of thing uh, which is a basic sort of stick I suppose so if you get close enough to uh, the apes you can just sort of hit them and then um, you have to use your uh, the, the net that you have um, to capture them and that's essentially what you do in every single level um, and the interesting thing is is that uh, yeah you get told basically how many left you have to capture um, you could probably speed run this game quite interestingly where I guess uh, if you knew that they were like where the apes would maybe be or something, you could go in and rush and sort of capture them that way. Um, it was a 
good game, I suppose. Uh, this will be interesting in something like co-op, and I not I don't know what uh, Ape Escape Three does differently. Maybe it does have co-op, but I, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, the only one that I've played is Ape Escape Two, so that's why I'm here to review that one. Um, but no, it it's good at what it sets out to do, which is basically it's a collectathon with cartoony apes with guns. Uh, there's a little bit of plot, which is where you have like this enemy who's like in control of them all, because essentially they've all got these um, hats on, which is how they're being mind controlled. Uh, yeah, the premise is a little bit as silly as what I'm describing. Um, but yeah, they essentially have these little hats on, and it like blinks red or something. Uh, some of them act differently. Like some of the apes are more faster, but like easier to to damage. Some of them um, like have more bombs on them um but are like slower so you get you get the idea of that which is like they have different personalities and stuff um and i think what they did in the game was have like different colored hats or something where like blue and red and yellow and whatever meant this or that so you roughly knew well if you remembered the colors the colors of course you knew which ape you were going up against uh so you could be like okay if this one's blue and this is just an example random example but if like this one has a blue hat on and it's really fast, I know to use something with speed or something. Uh, you get things like a uh, little RC car, um, like a remote control car sort of thing, uh, and you use that to get into like little vents and gaps and to uh, trigger certain buttons. Um, so yeah, what they set up is is interesting. Um, the gadgets, the gadgets are kind of the main. I guess thrust of the gameplay where it's like oh you you unlocked this or that and then you eventually get to a point where like you can only hold four things in your quick inventory but you can change from like you can bring up your main menu thing of course like your main weapon wheel uh, where you can swap gadgets in and out but but basically you have like you know, you have like your quick weapon wheel where you have the four of your items and you can switch between them on the go the other one is like where you have to pause the game and go into the menu and that sort of thing. Um, and eventually it gets to a point where like you'll start moving things in and out and like you'll get used to certain weapons but then maybe something good or as good or better will come along and you'll like have to decide what you want in your quick inventory and then maybe like you choose the wrong thing and uh, uh, may maybe like if you left out... The RC car, and you could maybe have used that to catch a particular ape or something, and then uh, you have to sort of manage your inventory that way. Um, I found the worst gadget in the game to be the propeller thing because it literally didn't work properly. Um, it was essentially supposed to be this like glider type of thing where um, you spun, you know, you spun it around just like you do with all the weapons, and I'll talk about that mechanic in a minute. You do that and uh, it you know, lifts you up into the air like a mini kind of propeller thing would do. Um, but it didn't let you move forward very far. So I found that when I was going to a lower far away ledge that I would like pretty much never make it. I also found a lot of times that even if the idea of this was to just levitate you. That I would get like right to the top of a ledge but not quite close enough to... Uh, to reach it and then that would just be a bit frustrating um i got to enough of the end of the game to be able to review this but i never actually finished the game i might do one day uh if if like i'm in the mood to play it or something because i did uh 
purchase it and not rent it, of course, because um, it's on the, the digital PlayStation 2 classic things that I've talked about before. It's quite a good little selection of games, though, if you liked a lot of different uh, PlayStation 2 classics. Um, I think GTA San Andreas is in there, but I'm not 100% sure about that. But they're, they're pretty cheap. It's It's a little bit... Yeah, it's basically just like a digital store with PlayStation 2 classics, but not with all of them. So, um, that's kind of cool as well. Of course, that's how I got Jack and Dexter and, uh, kind of, kind of edit. Ratchet and Clank was the, the remaster, of course. Uh, but, um, my favourite gadget was, I did like the lightsaber. It was kind of cool to, to just use that, although it was quite short range. I did find a lot of the time that I was just able to use the net, like if I did it correctly basically I could just go up to an ape maybe surprise them or like catch them a bit and then I would just kind of wildly swing my, my net around and I would just catch them eventually um there's uh some vehicle stuff in this game which is okay um you have like a submarine which is kind of good um the worst one I found in the game was the rowing boat essentially what it tries to get you to do is use the analog stick mechanic but have it so that um like you know when you're rowing and you have to go you have to do it in a certain direction to go in a certain direction it would try to get you to do that but if you like moved one of the analog because like you have your left and your right analog stick and you you use them both as you turn them around to turn the um the, the, the paddles around to be able to to swim forward or row forward or backwards essentially but I found a lot of the time that if I did one analog stick just before the other one that like it would turn me a bit too much and I just found that mechanic to be a bit off in that situation so that's a case of like good idea bad execution uh, only with the with the boat I'm not talking about the other the other vehicles where like Sure, you have the mechanic of spinning the analog sticks around in motion of the of the um, the paddles and stuff, but it just didn't quite work, I suppose. Maybe again, this is another case of like Jack and Dexter, where if you reboot this game in modern day and you update the controls and stuff, um, it will probably be a lot better with certain mechanics like that. Um, like maybe you could use the DualShock 4's motion and you could like just shake it up and down, basically. Um, yeah, that 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 would be better, perhaps. Um, but yeah, the submarine was was good. I remember using that. Um, there was a uh, what was it like a tank thing that you can get that was kind of cool, where um, yeah, it would just be a tank with rockets. It was surprisingly vulnerable though, and I remember it being destroyed in in a certain section that I was in, or the or the section that you get it in. Um, but there was still something slightly off with like the analog stick controls that they try to use uh, but again modern day reboot game would probably fix that sort of problem I think in terms of the main thrust of the game being collecting the apes and stuff uh, that um, the mechanics with the analog stick there worked quite well because they I don't know they do, they were just configured so much better um, apart from the, uh, the, the propeller thing that I talked about earlier I mean it worked okay mechanically, it was just the actual device that wasn't good. Uh, unless I was just using it wrong, which I don't think I was, because I used the uh, the gadget trainer thing, which I think was kind of a good addition, because it's like, okay, you have this gadget and it does this thing, but how exactly do you use it? Um, I thought the magnet thing was 
not great that you use. Um, like there was a, something off with it. Uh, so certain gadgets worked and cer- certain gadgets didn't. Um, so as a result, I tried to basically stick to the ones that I felt worked best. Um, but the problem with that I found was when I was navigating the game and you know doing the platforming and stuff was I tried to use the propeller because I was like it should work in this situation and it kind of did or didn't. Um, or I would try to like go up half of the distance of the thing and then I would like go up too high and then it would just take me ages to go down to the ground the ape would notice me and it would run off. Um, the apes are kind of cool, cool for design. Um, I like the, the main character's design, uh, Hikaru, I think he's designed quite well. Uh, there's this funny little, like, animated design to them, obviously it's very, like, family-friendly and stuff. Um, so that was pretty good. Uh, so yeah, maybe there was, like, a couple of gadgets I didn't unlock, but I only had about four levels, so there was possibly, like, one that I missed, but for the most part I unlocked, you know, most of the gadgets and stuff. Um, so yeah, if you want to have like a, a collectathon that's got certainly a challenge to it, cause this game's kind of difficult sometimes, uh, and maybe it's because of like slightly older controls and stuff, but, uh, some of the apes are actually pretty good, um, like in a way that it's not too hard and it's definitely not too easy, it was a, it was, it was a decent challenge, uh, I think I put it on normal difficulty, so maybe that would explain the sort of middle ground of that, I suppose. Um, so yeah, maybe if you've got like younger ones that are playing this, maybe put it on easy or something, because they might get quite frustrated, so, <laughs> you never know. Um, but no, it it did a good job of what it tried to do, uh, I'm interested to see what differences Ape Escape 3 had. Um, so yeah, I alluded to it earlier and I haven't touched on it yet. Essentially the idea of the controls was like, uh, you would move... Uh, Hikaru around with the with the left analog stick like a normal game. I think the quick select was the the uh, D pad because it'd be like up down left and right for the quick gadgets that you would use. Um, and then essentially you had the right stick for controlling the gadgets. And sometimes it wouldn't all be spinning something around. Like for example, if you have the lightsaber thing and you just want to hit forwards and not in like a circle, you would just push the right analog stick up basically to like do the forward swipe sort of thing um but yeah, I remember when I would get close to an ape and I would just spin the thing so he would like he would spin on the spot with his lightsaber uh I'm gonna call it a lightsaber because that's what it looked like <laughs> um I thought that yeah I thought that was good um and yeah it's like with the propeller thing you have to basically spin the left the right analog stick round sorry uh, so that the thing propels, so like you get the idea of what they tried to do, and that's kind of cool. Um, and I remember um, in Kadikaris's review uh, on YouTube when he t- when he touched on this game a couple of months ago, whenever it was, he um, he took some notes from the from the back of the game. Of course, I didn't have the the case or anything because I bought it digitally, and like they, it looks like they made a really big deal out of like, oh, you can use the the Dual Shock. Uh, with the analog stick and like th- there was just a big emphasis on the whole analog stick thing um, because of the of course the like mechanic that went with that so I thought that was kind of interesting because uh, of course the play at the first um, uh, and that, that might have been with Ape Escape 1 actually that that happened because uh, yeah the PlayStation 2 would have definitely had analog sticks but there was an earlier version of course of the PS1 controller that didn't have analog sticks so I guess it was like oh look new revolution analog sticks and we're gonna use it in our game essentially uh, but the same thing applies here where it's like the analog stick controls 
uh, worked in the same way. So yeah, it was a, it was a good idea. I thought um, worked quite well. But again, like this is a little bit of a situation where I do think this game is more enjoyable than Jack and Dexter. Um, I didn't finish either game, but uh, yeah, I think it's more enjoyable. It's got similar things to it, where like in Jack and Dexter, of course, you're collecting the orbs and the uh, the precursor cells and stuff. Um, but in this, you're capturing apes instead. Uh. So, yeah, I think the ideas that they went with, they did, like, a decent job with executing. Um, I think the, I think one of the main points, if they ever remastered or rebooted this game, uh, I guess remaster would be remastering the games, and then rebooting would be rebooting the franchise, um, is, like, fixing some of those controls, like I touched on earlier. But for the most part, everything else that they do is pretty good. Um, there is... Not much plot, but they don't, they, like, kind of show you that they're aware of that, that, that they are aware of that, sorry, where, like, they don't try to put in more plot than, what is there, they're like, okay, this is the plot, and you have this guy, he's controlling these apes, and that's kind of about it, because most of the emphasis on this game is, uh, on the gameplay, and capturing the apes and stuff, of course. Uh, yeah, I think that about wraps it up for, uh, season one of Classic Reviews. Um, I did enjoy doing this series a lot. Of course, I got, I went to go back and explore some old films. Sure, some of these games I'd played a lot, but they're still classic. Uh, so it still comes under the same thing. Um, I just couldn't necessarily get the access in time to play some of the other games. But now that I've found out about the backwards compatibility, which I didn't actually know about before. So, um, basically what I'm talking about is where you can play PS1 games on your PlayStation 2. Uh, which might seem obvious, but I, like, never heard anyone talk about it, so, that's basically why I didn't know. Um, so yeah, in Season 2, I'm aiming to get some other games in, in here as well, the ones that I, uh, I mean, I did recently play these, so they're still kind of new to me, um, so that's kind of cool as well. Uh, but yeah, it's been fun, specifically with the films, because I'm worse at watching old films as opposed to playing old games, um... I did enjoy my experience with, of course I didn't like The Shining, but like, the experience was interesting to go back and watch that and decide if I liked it or not, but like, with The Terminator and with uh, Back to the Future and with The Shining, there's something interesting and special about going back and watching old films, Um, because video games have changed to a certain degree and they've updated, but like, uh, like I said in my Terminator review, there is... You know, there's differences with the old style of filmmaking and stuff. And sure, games are still were still different back in the day and stuff. Uh, and I suppose Ape Escape and Jack and Dexter and all the others aren't as old as some of those films. So you can see kind of where I'm going with that. But um, I'm looking forward to season two probably in 2019 because we got other stuff uh, remaining for the rest of this year. We're already in August, so... Uh, half of the year is gone, so at some point next year, um, I haven't decided yet, I'll have to look at the, uh, see what things look like next year, but season two will be next year, and, uh, of course I've got some ideas of what to do, um, yeah, so that should be interesting, hopefully, hopefully you all enjoyed this series, uh, it was a new idea for me to kind of kick around, um, let me know what you thought of it, let me know if there's any, uh, see, I don't know how to balance, like, suggestions for this series, because, there's the Patreon goal thing, and, you know, things get iffy with that, where it's like, I don't know, I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out, but the same rule still applies to the 
Patreon uh, rewards where it's like if you want a review of some of these things, please go and redeem that reward. Basically, uh, it'd be much appreciated and stuff. Um, but I don't know. I think with classic reviews, it might be more of my thing because if people suggest stuff to me and it's not classic to me, then it doesn't necessarily apply so much. I'll I'll, I'll think about it for season two because of course season one I finished now. Um, but I feel like with this it should be tailored more towards me because I've got the experience of, well, I guess a lack of experience of watching some of these older stuff and it's more tailored towards me. So, uh, yeah, let me know what you guys think. Hopefully you understand what I'm trying to get at, basically, um, with the kind of iffy situation there. But the same rule still basically applies with the Patreon rewards. Uh, so, yeah, I'll see you guys for Season 2. I'll do the outro in a minute, of course. Um... Yeah, I'll see you guys for season two. Thank you all very much for listening to this first season. Uh, the numbers did fairly well uh, for this as well. Of course, with this, you've got, like, just wildly different products. So I, I get it if, like, some things aren't for everybody. Um, but we'll, we'll see how things go. Uh, I, I enjoyed recording this season, at least. Uh, and I enjoyed watching some of the old films as well. They were cool. So, yeah, entertainmenttalk.org is where you'll find all the rest of our content. Because we do have many other shows we've... Um, got better call soul classic reviews obviously uh gaming talk tv talk uh we got some tv that will be coming back in the next couple of months uh i think you guys mostly know what shows we do in the, in the uh holiday season or the autumn season uh there might be some new stuff though you never know um yeah so thank you all very much for listening entertainment talk.org is where you'll find all that stuff please go and check out the rest of our content as well that'd be much appreciated if you would like to support that content and everything that we do here at entertainment talk has a few different options available to you patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk that's where you can redeem those rewards i talked about uh for reviews of your choice and get your ad free podcast as well uh there's also amazon affiliate link that's where you go and do your normal shopping on amazon we will get a small cut of the amount that you spend but it doesn't cost you anything extra so that's a good way to support us as well uh itunes please write review and review and subscribe to us on there or on the podcast platform of your choice that would help us out as well. And in word of mouth, tell your friends, uh, family, neighbours, co-workers, anyone that you might talk to about the website. They can come over and discover the content for themselves. And lastly, if you'd like to watch me and Robert play various different video games. Um, he's got a Mixer streaming channel. channel sorry, and I've got one over on Twitch. Uh, so you can go and, go and follow and subscribe to all those and everything that we do. Uh, feedback is something that I didn't mention. If you would like to give us some feedback for any of these shows or get in contact or anything like that twitter at etalkuk entertainmenttalk.com or entertainmenttalk.uk at gmail.com uh, there's also the email form on the website put your email and comment in there there's also facebook you can join the group and the page twitter just yeah just interact talk, talk with us it would uh, be appreciated and stuff so yeah thank you for listening to season one i'll see you guys for season two next year at some point i don't know when i i, I literally don't know if it will be like August or January. I doubt it will be January. Uh, no, it might might be a summer thing. We'll see. Um, if things out work out the same way as this year, then probably summer. Because uh, that's where certain things go off the air and we're able to do this series, basically. So, yeah. Thank you all very much for listening. And I will see you next time. Goodbye.